You're listening to the Assistance Together podcast. I'm pleased to have you here this morning. Thank you for being my guest this week. Hi, Hannah. Thanks a lot for having me. It is a pleasure to be your guest. Thanks a lot. No, it's really fun. And you reached out to me and... I can't remember which episode we were talking about. We were talking about a particular episode, weren't we? Yes, yes. We talked about a, a, an episode that you made with uh, Helly, Helly Werner, the, um, for, the uh, Force Multiplier. My guest is Marco Macente, an executive assistant based in Italy. Marco and I connected when we were speaking about an episode I recorded with Helly Warner, author of The Founder and the Force Multiplier. Marco's approached his career with an understanding that communication is vital and, interestingly enough, potentially the most important part of his role. He's developed his role into a strategic one and his desire to continue to learn, to develop and embrace change within the role is really clear. And uh, I heard uh, her episode it was amazing and uh, I um, uh, bought her book and uh, I found it uh, amazing so absolutely this was something oh, you've read it already yes yes I already I already read it and uh, I found a lot of um, uh, tips and tricks about uh, our profession about uh, how it is important and uh, how it is key establishing a partnership with your manager and with your executive. I'm Henrietta Barker, a London-based multi-sector recruiter and the host of the Assistance Together podcast, an interview series with industry leaders and assistants who share their knowledge, experience and stories with us. If you haven't connected with us on social media, then come and say hi. All the links are in the show notes and I'd love to connect with you and hear from you. If you enjoy listening to Assistance Together and you're getting value from the episodes, then please do take a moment to rate and review. It helps us reach more people. I also have a new podcast launching soon, so make sure you listen out for more details soon. Let's get on with today's episode. I totally agree with her. And uh, I found that the partnership that she established with uh, her manager is simply amazing. And uh, this uh, is key if uh, we want to be successful in our role, absolutely. Hearing about Marco's journey as an assistant is exciting. And I think there was one word that really kept coming up in my mind when we were talking, and that's expansion. Expansion of knowledge, expansion of network, an expansion in understanding and communicating. Such a fun conversation today. Enjoy. Yeah, what I really enjoy about about our conversation and about the way she speaks about what she does is that she's so honest about the, the difficult times or the transitions. But she talks about how hard things have been in order to make those transitions or step up into a new role. I really uh, agree. Uh, with her on saying that partnership is key uh, when if you wanted to work with your manager successfully. So absolutely, uh, she is a, a chief of staff and she is able to highlight how partnership and how being uh, on the same page with your manager is absolutely key when covering our role. How do you feel that you've developed 
your ability to do that because it's something that you have to cultivate right it doesn't come straight away when you first become an assistant you think well i'm going to do this it takes time to learn how to bring those qualities in yourself to the forefront of the working relationship how do you feel that you've done that Absolutely. You are absolutely right on saying that this takes time. And um, speaking about my experience, I can confirm to you that uh, trust is essential if you want to build a great partnership with your manager. So uh, building a trust and um, uh, cultivating this kind of partnership needs trust. And this is something that uh, cannot uh, um, build up in just just one day or just in one week. So you need to prove your value and you need to prove that your manager can rely on you. So this absolutely is a first step that I would say. And I did it on opening a communication pathway, a communication line with your manager, with my manager. So being honest, um, being authentic, being myself, this was something that made a difference, I can say. And I was able to be available, to be trustworthy. If my manager trust, wanted me to do something, I uh, made it uh, as a priority for me. And uh, I was able to uh, understanding uh, what were the needs uh, for my manager. And uh, I was able to uh, meet her needs and uh, to fill the gaps. So uh, if we wanted to build a great partnership, we need to cultivate uh, the partnership with trust, uh, with uh, um, um, availability, uh, with uh, uh, willingness, uh, to help our manager as best as uh, we can possibly be, uh, and uh, as best as we can possibly do, actually, if we think about our role, and um, uh, things are gonna come if we have uh, uh, such kind of uh, approach. And you talk about being, you know, authentic in your role and bringing that part of yourself to your job this is something that we talk we've talked about on the podcast before because that isn't an easy thing to do it's not always straightforward to feel comfortable enough to do that or where the boundaries are and i i wonder what your experience was of doing that did that come naturally to you or was it again another part that you had to cultivate this kind of confidence and when we talk about confidence i think that can be misconstrued too not arrogance but relaxed easy kind of confidence in what you're doing i wonder what your thoughts are about the vulnerability and authenticity piece of being an assistant absolutely um yes when i started uh, this role um, uh, almost 10 years ago I was not so confident because I was starting I had my doubts and I made my mistakes absolutely when I started so uh, this is something that um, need to be built and need to be cultivated as well uh, so uh, in my case uh, speaking about my experience uh, making mistakes was uh, something that helped me to uh, build my confidence and to gain my assertiveness um, when I cover uh, my role. And um, uh, I was able also to learn from the mistakes. I was able to pose. I was able to understand how 
uh, these uh, how mm, what was something that was wrong, and uh, I was able to understand uh, um, what needed to be adjusted. Uh, and this is something, uh, in my opinion, very important uh, for um, um, uh, every person that is covering a role uh, of a, an assistant because uh, we are committed to providing a support. We are committed to providing uh, an executive support to our managers. And uh, making mistake is not something, uh, in, uh, failure is not an option. We can make mistake. And uh, failure is uh, something that uh, we need to embrace uh, if we make a mistake. But uh, having the possibility to pause, uh, having the possibility to recognize our mistakes, uh, it allows us uh, to uh, embrace them and to be able to uh, understand from our mistakes and to be able in, in the future not to commit and not to uh, make the same mistakes that we made in the past. So absolutely, it's a process. It is a process and it takes time as well. And do you talk about the communication pathway that you have with the executive that you're working at the moment? Was that yeah. something that they were open to or did you have to initiate this kind of communication? Was it you that instigated it? Yes, absolutely. I think that uh, this starts from you. So if we want, if you have the willingness uh, to uh, open and to create a communication line, a communication pathway with your manager um, is absolutely key. And uh, it is easier if uh, this starts from us. Um, and um, I, uh, speaking about communication, uh, I uh, love this field. I have a degree in economics and business communication, and I took a master course in corporate communication at the University of the Arts. So I really love this field. And I really think that we as EAs or as admin professional are communication experts, our communication specialists, because we are the gatekeeper of the information of the communication that uh, comes through our manager email box, for example, or mm, within the team. So absolutely, we need to have uh, the communication skills uh, and we need to manage the communication with our manager and with our teams. Um, I think that also communication uh, has changed during these years, because uh, speaking about uh, the communication, I also uh, see that many times uh, uh, we saw communication uh, um, linked to some stereotypes because we think about genders when we speak about communication. We know that uh, males and females have different styles of communication. We know that uh, absolutely in the workplace, this plays a pivotal role. But uh, um, in these last years that uh, I saw the role of uh, um, admin professional changing, and I saw also that we need to be business partner. We need to be not just the admins. We need to be um, um, specialists. We need to be expert in what we do. I also see that uh, um, the theme and the topic of communication has changed as well, uh, the role. So uh, we don't have uh, um, communication that uh, is uh, uh, related to a specific gender, but uh, we as executive assistant, we as office professional are agent. We start, uh, we start a communication. We start a communication line, a communication pathway, and we are agent. We are um, the person and the people that uh, covering our role are able to manage the communication uh, independently being male or female. So I would say that also the communication is changing and uh, um, we can change different styles uh, depending on the, what we need to address and what we need to do. So um, is a 360 degree and open theme is 
360 degrees something embracing our role. And uh, I would say that these uh, embracing these understanding these uh, peculiarity will help us to manage the communication better. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. such an interesting point. Where do you feel that it's changed? Um, when, when speaking with my manager, for example, I am a male EA and my manager is a female. So uh, I know that we uh, have different styles and we have different approaches uh, when uh, um, managing uh, the tasks and the responsibilities that we are committed to doing. But uh, finding the common ground, finding what is business related, this is key to create a communication pathway. So building the right bridges and finding the, com the common grounds help me to uh, create uh, a communication pathway that um, uh, is not related to a specific uh, um, topic, is not related to the gender, but uh, is uh, something that uh, stays uh, between uh, myself and between my manager, because uh, we are professionally committed uh, to work together. And this is a, what makes the difference, I really think. So uh, this is the difference and this is uh, the change that I see. Being a business partner means uh, being uh, an advisor, being an ally, being a liaison. So under this role, the communication needs to be adjusted on being an ally, being a, a, an, a, an advisor. And this means also uh, speaking up. This means managing up our manager. This means uh, um, uh, giving an advice if uh, uh, there is the need to. So uh, our role is um, um, 360 degree involved in our manager's one. And I would say that transversely, communicating with the right style and communicating professionally uh, it enables us uh, to manage the things and to cover our role better. So it's about uh, um, managing up our manager. It's about uh, having the assertiveness to uh, address the things rightly when covering our role. And uh, it's something that starts from us. I would say that. And do you think that the person that you support at the moment is or was initially open to that dialogue? Or again, was that baby steps to create that because some people when they hire an assistant aren't always ready for that they feel that they know what they want they feel they know the style of working and they often miscommunicate that they think that they're very easygoing or they're you know they have a perception of what they need it feels to me like you're saying that when you go into a job part of that process is to learn how to do those things and how to create the opportunities for yourself to evolve your role into something else i don't know many job descriptions that say business partner yet i mean they will and things are changing but I feel like it is a sort of an individual on an individual case basis that people and assistants are actually changing the role because of their own desire to change it. Yes, absolutely. What you say is uh, 
absolutely true. The change that we are seeing and the change that we are speaking about uh, uh, is not embraced by all the industries and is not embraced by all the business. And uh, speaking about myself, uh, I envision in my role uh, the business partnership that I wanted to see because uh, firstly, I am the person that wants to see this change and that wants to envision this in my role. So absolutely, this is true. What I can say is that uh, even if we don't have the title of maybe even if we needed to understand and to recognize that in the industries, uh, the change is not so um, recognized and is not so evident, uh, this needs to be challenged by ourselves. This needs to be challenged by um, the assistants that are working uh, worldwide. And if we are able to embrace and to envision these kind of aspects in our role, we will be able to share it and we will be able to um, uh, also um, share this kind of vision in our daily work and even with our manager. So we can have a manager that may be not so open or maybe not so um, in line with our vision and with our approach, but I can think that if we start from ourselves, if we start uh, if we start uh, on working on ourselves uh, on our approach uh, uh, step by step uh, we can also train i would say our managers uh, to be aligned with th this kind of vision and uh, we need to prove that also with facts so being able to do our work uh, um, as best as we can possibly do, uh, do uh, we will be able also to um, uh, be perceived as business partner because this is also a matter of perception. Do you agree, Hannah? It's a matter of perception and it is a matter of being able to be recognized and perceived as business partner. So it's something that can be um, easily um, got, but if this is not easily got, because maybe we have an environment or we have a manager that uh, is not so open uh, to this kind of team, uh, we can work on that step by step. And again, communication plays a pivotal role. Yeah, for sure. I think you're you're absolutely right. It can be developed, and actually, you know, historically looking at some of the assistants that I've worked with over the years, they were doing these things, which is what set them apart. Um, but maybe the terminology wasn't there. Maybe it was just that they had an opportunity to work with someone who gave them the freedom to do it. Now, it, it I feel that the roles have reversed in that assistants are leading the way in the way that they want to to make their roles and actually people are open to that i feel if you're doing it before you have a conversation about it if you are kind of if you are embodying the role as you want it to be then no one is going to stop you from taking up that space if you ask for the permission then that becomes confusing and people don't really understand the parameters. Do you think that's fair assessment? Yeah, yes, absolutely. I agree with you. And uh, sometimes we need to take the initiative. Sometimes we need to be proactive, uh, not only on doing uh, the tasks and the responsibility that we are committing to doing, uh, but also on uh, the role uh, itself, uh, on the vision 
attitude that we have on the road. So being proactive and being able to um, share and to communicate this kind of message, we are business partners and we are specialists in what we do. This will help us to be perceived as, business, uh, to, uh, as a business partner. And this will help us also to convey this change that we see in our profession and in our industry, absolutely. So do you think it's a quiet revolution from assistance? Yes, yes. I would call it an admin revolution, absolutely. I like that. That's an admin revolution, and uh, this is something that we need. Many industries, it's also uh, important to recognize how there are international companies, as you probably, as you probably know, that have already embraced this change and have already shaped the role to the needs of the business. We have international companies such as Google, such as Pinterest, such as Microsoft that have changed the title of our um, roles. We don't have admin assistant or executive assistant in Google. We have admin business partner, executive business partner. And this is also in Microsoft, we have the role of the administrator. This highlights how the change we see is very important and there are industries and there are companies, international companies that have already recognized the change that we see in our profession. And this is something amazing. This is, as you said, the revolution. And uh, I really believe and I really hope that uh, this revolution is going to happen uh, within the business because uh, the first benefit the benefits of this re revolution um, will uh, uh, be seen uh, by the manager themselves, uh, by the organization uh, themselves. So absolutely, uh, the benefits are is not the, the first benefit is not only for us that are covering the um, profession and that, that are covering this kind of role, but the benefits are for the manager as well. So absolutely, this change uh, is something that we need. I would say. It takes time for companies to catch up because you're talking about when we talk about Google and Pinterest and Facebook and, you know, they are, they're leaders, aren't they, in their own fields. They are, they are working out what works within their business and it takes time for that to filter through to other companies who may not hold a vision even of their business in a similar way. They have very different viewpoints. You know, traditional businesses or ones who have a more traditional kind of setup, they often are the ones that are resistant to the change anyway, because their thought processes about their business is not, um, you know, it, it's not very progressive or very modern. And that can hold the assistant or executive assistant back in their work. Do you feel that that's a hindrance to them being able to take these steps themselves? Or do you think that regardless, to try to embody that in your own role is an important thing? Yes, I would say that uh, trying to embrace it and try to um, align ourselves with the vision that we have for our role is mandatory, um, apart from the vision that our company have on the role and a part of, uh, of the corporate culture that we may have in our organization, because 
Uh, uh, as you said, uh, this takes time, and uh, the corporate organization, the corporate culture that we have uh, in, uh, within an, organiza an organization, is something that we cannot change uh, uh, so easily and uh, so rapidly. So, absolutely, this takes time. Uh, HR needs to be involved, uh, and uh, there are a lot of functions that are working on this on this kind of important topics and themes. So. Um, uh, if we don't have an organization that uh, is, uh, is uh, ready to embrace this change, uh, we need to embrace uh, the change uh, um, uh, first, uh, because if we are uh, able to establish uh, such a kind of partnership, uh, partnership such a kind of uh, uh, communication with our manager, and we are able to be perceived as business partner, uh, I really believe that uh, uh, we need to be the change that we want to see in our organization. And uh, we need to be the change that we want to see, definitely. So absolutely, um, I would say that uh, uh, we can make the difference on that as well. Absolutely. I was speaking um, to a group of people um, in Australia mainly, um, I think it was about two weeks ago, and it was to do with careers. So I was talking about career progression and they were really fantastic group of people. They came and asked me some questions and opened up about their experience. And one of the people that was there was saying that they, they know that they can do a job within the business, but they're not giving, they're not getting the exposure that they want and they're not getting the opportunity to do it. And I was going to tell you, I'll tell you a little bit about what I said, but I'd be interested to hear your thoughts because I think it's quite in alignment with the things that you're saying that this person really was struggling to get the uh, opportunity to show everything that they could do. And, and my feeling about that is that if we are in a, a situation that isn't entirely satisfactory, for whatever reason, the relationship isn't as great as you would like it to be. You know, we all have to work. It's not, we're not showing up just for a laugh. We need to be remunerated. Um, and so sometimes moving jobs isn't an optional in your life at that time. Circumstances don't allow you to take maybe a more ambitious job or whatever it is. But I said, as long as you're working towards you in five years time, everything that you're doing will come to fruition at some point. If you're taking, if all you can do at that moment is read books about the profession, listen to podcasts like this about what your, um, what your ambitions are to try and get an idea of where you want to go, then whatever your circumstances are at the moment, you'll start to absorb that information and take it forward and without even realizing, you'll start to do more things, you'll start to get more access to things because your mind is open to it. It sounds to me like you are, you are already doing those things that I was talking to this person about. You are reading, learning, um, being present in what you're doing and seeing how you can bit by bit take those things how did you start to do that? Because that's something that many people aren't doing at the moment. Did you always have that need for education and just interest in it? Or was it something you had to cultivate? 
Well, I would say that um, uh, I was uh, always keen on uh, learning and um, I was keen on uh, uh, attending trainings because I really recognized this need. Um, and uh, I would say that passion is uh, something that makes the difference. I have, uh, I have had always the passion for the profession. I have always had the passion for, uh, for um, things that are new for uh, trainings. And uh, I was always keen on learning because it's something that uh, gives me the possibility to raise the bar, to elevate myself. So, um, and, and so this is uh, something that uh, uh, belongs to me, I would say. And uh, I really wanted to underline what you mentioned because absolutely reading, uh, watching, uh, listening to the podcast such as this one uh, enables us to um, open our minds, open our perspectives uh, and see maybe a new horizon. So absolutely this uh, is uh, uh, very useful and uh, uh, we need also to find the, the right time uh, to take uh, the opportunity to um, get this kind of re um, resources that we have uh, absolutely. So um, this starts from us uh, as always. And uh, when we recognize the need and when we recognize uh, the willingness to uh, learn more and to raise the bar, um, things are gonna happen, things, things are gonna come. So speaking about myself, uh, I always uh, wanted to have uh, uh, the possibility to um, um, establish such a kind also of uh, uh, a, a network, uh, an international network, because uh, I wanted also to understand uh, what my peers were, uh, were, were doing, uh, covering the role in other countries maybe. And uh, uh, they needed to um, discover, they needed to explore uh, what my peers were doing in other countries, enabled me also to understand uh, what were the gaps and uh, what I needed to do uh, to um, be a, a, a business partner, an admin professional that uh, is able to be recognized as a business partner. And absolutely establishing a, an international network, uh, establishing a community, uh, looking for uh, people that are covering the role, uh, hearing uh, their challenges, uh, listening to their experiences, uh, uh, these all were pieces that I was able to add uh, to my experience as well. So absolutely, I would say that sharing, I would say that uh, um, establishing a great network, uh, uh, establishing, uh, connecting with other people, with our peers in our profession, uh, in other countries uh, is uh, part of uh, the learning experience that we can do. Uh, so uh, it's, uh, it's something that absolutely, uh, um, the, the web and now the technology allows us also to do this and we should uh, use these kind of resources uh, uh, as well as, as we can possibly uh, absolutely do. Uh, so um, to, to highlight how this was important for me, uh, speaking about myself, uh, five or six years ago, I didn't have uh, um, such an international um, uh, mentality, such a, an international approach. I was able to discover these pieces about the profession because uh, I was uh, able to see and I was able to get some trainings as well um, for, uh, for, for, um, by other people that were covering uh, the, the, the role in other countries. And this enabled me to make the difference, to make a quality leap. And uh, so this is absolutely key, I would say. Oh yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that the similarities between people, assistants in different countries, is just astonishing. You know, in my mind, I would 
sense that you know in in certain different countries we would have a different perception of the role or different difficulties or issues but there doesn't seem to be any geographical link it is simply a human experience of an assistant and or administrative role where everybody is experiencing the same challenges the same setbacks the same difficulties and that is i feel like that that is an incredibly rare scenario for a profession to have such similar experiences regardless of where you are in the world absolutely i totally agree with you and uh, that's why also that we can uh, share um, with our peers uh, the differences the uh, similarities as you said but also the tips and tricks that belong to our profession and that's why having a community belong belong into an international team or to a network is something that can help us to better understand how we can do things in our world or what we can adjust or where we want to be maybe in a couple of years or in three years. So absolutely sharing and having a network made the difference and in our profession this is something amazing because it allows you also to understand and to open your mind your mind and to have a new perspectives on what your peers are doing actually all around the world. Yeah, sure. And how do you feel the role is perceived in Italy? Well, uh, I would say that uh, Italy needs to have the admin revolution that we mentioned before, <laughs> because uh, yes, uh, the role, I mean, uh, um, if we need to compare the role um, with the uh, um, the one that is perceived in US or in London as well, um, they, 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 we, di we didn't have such a kind of change that we mentioned before. So in Italy, the role is pretty much perceived as a secretarial one. So uh, an assistant is pretty much perceived as a transactional, not as a strategic. And uh, I, uh, and these are, Always, uh, it's not always like this because, as you can imagine, uh, it depends on your manager, it depends on your company, as we said before. But if we need to find a trend uh, and if we need to uh, uh, understand how uh, in Italy the role is perceived, uh, I would say that that we actually we need the, the admin revolution, we need the change that we are seeing actually in other countries such as US or such as uh, UK. So um, also being a male assistant in Italy is pretty much a uniqueness because we don't have a, a male assistant in Italy. Uh, we have few male assistants in Italy, better saying. So um, there are a lot of uh, stereotypes that need to be broken, I would say, and um, uh, the awareness that we can have uh, is something that can help us to, bro to break these such kind of stereotypes. And absolutely, um, we have the same team uh, that something needs to be challenged by ourselves, something needs to start by ourselves. And uh, we need to uh, envision in our world the change that we want to see. And um, I am pretty lucky, I would say, because I have a great partnership with my manager. I'm able to support my manager uh, very well because uh, she trusts me. And uh, I'm able also to cover um, uh, my role, uh, um, taking on uh, many responsibilities and uh, having the possibility also to act as a business partner. So absolutely, this is something that uh, it's up on you. At, uh, 
it's up on uh, um, the things that you want to envision in your role. Uh, but uh, uh, the trend that I can see is that uh, something is changing uh, in Italy, uh, but uh, yeah, definitely we need time. We need time and uh, we need uh, um, people that want to challenge uh, such a kind of change in our profession, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's taking a long time here as well. It's not just, you know, I don't think, I was speaking to um, Victoria, who used to be Victoria Darrant, who started the Not Just um, yeah. a Girl's Job campaign yesterday. She's an, a guest coming up on the podcast. And we were talking about that um, and some of the pushback that she received from starting that because she felt that our industry was very feminized, you know, from the colors that were used to advertise things. It was all you know, even conferences that had, um, you know, part of the conference was something like building women's confidence, you know, that the, even all of that was actually led just for a female market. And it hasn't ever always been an only female market, maybe female heavy, but we still have a lot of work to do here too. Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, great. And it recognizing the need that we have enables us also to understand the action that we need to take to see the change as well. And uh, as you said, uh, understanding that the role is not uh, just for females, but uh, can be um, uh, covered by anyone who wants to uh, take this profession on is something uh, amazing, absolutely. And uh, it uh, enriches the profession itself. Because if we are able to uh, create a community, to create a network uh, with uh, many people with different backgrounds, uh, with different mentalities, uh, coming from different countries, uh, uh, we uh, will be enriched by uh, this kind of environment. So definitely, I, I, I would say that this is a benefit for us, uh, absolutely. Absolutely, 100% agree with you. That is diversity in all areas of business enriches the environment makes it more creative makes it even you know from a bottom line perspective it makes companies more money if that's yes. what companies are looking for to have a more creative and balanced environment and it's so interesting to hear your perspective of it being in italy i know that it's not unique to italy that that's the case yes you know, some of the other people that I've spoken to about this have had very negative experiences of being an assistant um, from recruiters or being hired that they weren't thought of for the role because of their gender. This kind of stereotyping has to stop. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you. And uh, it's about the stereotypes. Yeah. And we need to break this such a kind of stereotypes because uh, uh, there are a lot of things that are coming. There are a lot of things that are uh, belong to the profession that uh, um, are not mentioned or are not discovered by our, ourselves first and by the, the people that are seeing us covering the profession. So uh, absolutely, um, it's something that uh, is changing. It takes time, but uh, when we recognize this change, we will be able also to, to, to take the right actions. Yeah, as we said before. Absolutely. And you talked earlier about the transactional element of the role in, in some businesses, and it's certainly the same here, right? There, there's certain companies that see 
roles as transactional, which is why we're both of us encouraging you to think about how you can make your own changes within yourself that will filter out through the organization slowly. But this element of transactional role doesn't seem to me that you have that with your current um, assistant position. It seems like you've you've developed it in a way that you wanted to to be more strategic, as you said, maybe more aligned with the vision of the business. How does that manifest itself for the kind of work that you're doing? Yes, absolutely. The transition that we need to have and we need to embrace uh, from being a transactional assistant to the strategic one, it takes time, but it takes also um, uh, the opportunity. It, it, it is a matter of opportunities. It is a matter of understanding the needs of the business. So speaking about my experience, for example, I needed to learn, I, re I needed to read, I needed to understand what were the goals of the business of my manager and then I needed to find the gaps that I was able to fill to be able to be perceived as a strategic business partner and be strategic means being proactive means being able to fill the gaps being means being able to find a solution when a problem comes up means being able to anticipate a problem if you see it well um, means also being able to giving uh, to give an advice uh, to um, uh, take the time to share with your manager your doubts uh, um, your feelings uh, your emotions uh, um, uh, your fears why not so being a strategic uh, admin professional means uh, being able to have a, such a kind of partnership with your manager so absolutely um, it's not uh, just one step it's not a, a matter of uh, uh, taking a, um, a, a simple action but uh, uh, it uh, we speak about uh, the approach we speak about the mentality and we speak about the willingness uh, to raise the bar and uh, to go uh, beyond uh, the um, basic needs that uh, uh, actually the role has. Um, so um, such a kind of approach needs to be built, as we said before, but uh, needs also to be adjusted because we know that uh, the business is changing. The pandemic has hit uh, all uh, the organization worldwide. So um, the transition from the transactional assistant to the strategic one, more than ever, is needed, I would say, because the pandemic has showed us that we need this change in place. We need to shape the, our role to the needs of the business because the business has changed itself. And so I would say that more than ever, we need to take this opportunity on. We need to embrace this new vision because just to mention some example, uh, the transactional activities that belong to the role, you know, are uh, the um, expense reports, uh, are the travel management, the calendar management. Uh, now with the pandemic, uh, we have less expense reports, we have less travels, uh, we have less um, events. Uh, so absolutely, we needed to uh, find uh, uh, the tasks that uh, can uh, be replaced uh, um, with those activities that uh, um, we don't have right now due to the, due to the pandemic. And uh, this change that we saw in the business allows us to understand how to uh, 
um, embrace this transition and uh, how to uh, be perceived as strategic business partner because uh, we don't have an expense report in place, we don't have a travel in place, but well, we have maybe a meeting that we can organize. We can also have a meeting in which we can also, why not make a draft of the agenda and share it with our manager. We can have a meeting and check if all the attendees are the right one in the meetings. We can also uh, um, uh, propose to take the minutes and to get the action point to understand uh, what goes next. So absolutely, these are the questions that we have to have in our minds if we want to start at least to have such a kind of transition and to be perceived as strategic business partner. Being strategic, as I said, is about partnership, is about approach, and it is about how we can work in tandem with our manager. So absolutely, more than ever, now is the time. This is the right time, I would say. Such a good point. I love the fact that you've seen it as an opportunity to expand what you can do in different areas rather than um, feel that there haven't been opportunities for you to do the things that you normally do. And this, I think, is going to continue, right? You know, we know that businesses are looking at potentially much longer term hybrid model of working from home and working from the office. That also means that assistants are having to, as you said, take on um, a, a process of recultivation of what they're doing for people within the business and have more of a bird's eye view over um, the day-to-day -day operational side because they haven't been able to be, we know this, right? We know they haven't been able to be in the office next to their executive anymore, being able to witness what's going on. I imagine that this has been quite a lot of change for some people. It feels like you've really embraced that though. Yes, yes, absolutely. Working remotely is something that also um, uh, makes the difference and uh, it um, uh, this adds a piece of the topic of being a, a strategic because uh, we are not meeting our manager face-to-face -face anymore because we are not meeting in the office. Um, so it is not easy for us to catch up with our manager and to understand what are the needs that they have. So absolutely uh, working remotely uh, drives the change that we see and drives the need to be strategic as well because working remotely means also that you need to use the technology. We need to understand uh, where we can make the difference because more than ever, this uh, is true. Uh, and uh, this is uh, um, reality nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. What uh, I'm also understanding right now is that uh, uh, being an admin professional is uh, mm, something that uh, mm, uh, uh, entitles us to be a specialist, to be expert in what we do. So it's not a um, generalist role. So if we have a degree or if we have uh, um, a, a specific background, we need and we can utilize our background in our role as an admin professional, because it is a matter of 
expertise, it, is, it matters of um, being a professional uh, in our role, and uh, this will make the difference, absolutely. So I would say also that uh, uh, being able to be perceived as a business partner, being able to apply my background into my role, uh, it is a, 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 a development for me as well. Congratulations on taking the opportunity and, and also taking the steps to create that opportunity because that is the commitment that you've decided to give your career and you've educated yourself and participated and created these kind of opportunities step by step as you've said throughout and I really appreciate you sharing that with us today. Thank you. Thanks a lot Helena. Thanks a lot uh, for this opportunity as well. How can people get in touch with you? What's the best place if people want to reach out after the episode today and start to build their own international network of assistance around the world? How Absolutely. can people get in touch with you? Yes, I will share with you my LinkedIn profile so people can reach out to me directly through LinkedIn, but I am addicted to social media. So absolutely, Facebook, LinkedIn are such great tools that we have to get in touch one with each other. So feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn, on Facebook, because building the right network and building bridges nowadays, it's very important. So, and people that have some questions or want to share something with me, please feel free because uh, it will be absolutely a pleasure. Massive thanks to Marco for sharing his insights and experience. I really like what he said about a quiet admin revolution. Don't forget to connect with me on social media. It's hen.barker and assistance together. And if you could take a moment to rate and review the podcast, I would be really grateful. It just helps us reach more amazing assistants and admin professionals like you. If there's anything you'd like me to cover on the show, drop me a line. My email is hen at henryetabarca.com. Have a fantastic week. We'll be back next week with another guest. Take care.